0: Welcome to Dominion Talks with Desi Schneider. Today, thank you for joining me once again to listen to that which I believe the Lord has impressed on my heart, and that is the very glory of the Lord. The very glory of the Lord. We hear and we read the story of Moses desiring to see the very glory of the Lord. And so he gets tucked into the cleft of the rock, and the goodness of God passes before him. Which is the very glory of the Lord. Well, now that we're in Christ, we have this portion to behold His glory, His unending love towards us, His really merciful goodness towards us, so that we be transformed as we behold His glory from glory to glory, and thereby reflect the very glory of God to others. This is the transformation that we talk about, the renewing of our mind, that we now can walk in a brand new pattern of thought, the very thoughts of God. How? By allowing the word of God to have preeminence in communicating the voice of God to us. That the soul, thought process that we walk in be shaped by the Word of God. And that takes a diligence, an awaiting, a situating, an abiding in the Word of God. A situating that is of the Holy Spirit to still ourselves, to still the outer man and to enter into the rest that the Word provides for us so that we can behold the very glory of God. So the scales of unbelief and doubt, which is really carnality, fall off and that we'll have a sight unhindered to the love of God. That we'll have a sight that is clear and perfect towards the one that loves us. So let's go to John 17, the very last portion of the prayer of Jesus right before he goes into the hour of crushing in the Garden of Gethsemane, where he prays, not my will, Lord, but that, that, that his will, the Father's will, Thy will be done. And so really, ultimately, that too is our prayer. But this prayer is really moving from a desire of oneness with the will of God. A desire that tells us that when we are one with our Heavenly Father, conformed to do His will, to do His will, conform to the obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ, that at that moment, we behold the very glory of our living God. The very glory, who He is, is wide open to us. And so, in verse 24, John 17, John writes the words of Jesus, Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, that we may behold his glory, which you have given me, that you love me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, Jesus praise, and these have known that you sent me, and I have declared to them your name, and will declare it, that the love with which you love me may be in them and I in them. This oneness that even in, in verse twenty one Jesus praised that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. You see, in this oneness that we have in Christ, in God, The very glory of God is unveiled to us. And as we behold the glory of the firstborn, we are beholding our heavenly Father. And we are transformed into this divine glory so that the world may know that God is love. This is a transformation from glory to glory in the very love of God. This is how the world will know of our Father, by the love we have one for another. And so this transformation is a true ref- reflection of the glory of God that we ourselves behold. We cannot demonstrate the glory of God to the world if we do not walk in this oneness that we have in Christ, hid in Christ, in God. Today you are of His body. Today you are of God if you are born again, if you have acknowledged Him. And it is really a conviction of your heart that He is Lord, that He was raised from the grave, that He died for you and resurrected, so you will walk in newness of life. And He now is your Lord through this new belief system, the system of faith that we can say, living reality of Christ in me now, The faith of the one that loves me resides in me so that I can behold his glory, his very love towards me. The oneness that he had with the Father, he has given unto me now so that I will demonstrate this glory to the world that the world may believe that Jesus was sent by the Father that Jesus died on a rugged cross for you and I and for the entire world, for the sin of the world, so the sin of the world is no more reckoned to them. That when they come into this reality of this finished work of Calvary, there is a reconciliation that they may have with our Heavenly Father, that they too be made one with God. Let's go to Second Corinthians, the very end of chapter 3. Regarding this unveiling that we now have in Christ, in verse, at the end of verse 14, Paul writes, That the veil is only, the veil of unbelief, the veil of a hardened heart, the veil of doubt, the veil of carnality that shuts out the glory of God can only be taken away in Christ. Because only in Christ do we have oneness with God. Verse 15, but even to this day when Moses is read, a veil lies on their hearts, on the hearts of the Jewish people. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, which is an unveiling of glory. Liberty is the very glory of God. And he'll say that to us in verse 18. But we all with unveiled face beholding us in a mirror in the very face of the Lord Jesus Christ where the veil is taken by the working of the Spirit who is liberty to us, a freedom to know your heavenly Father today. Beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed. You see, to behold the glory of God is to be transformed. To be made brand new in every thought pattern. For your mind to be fully washed by the water of the word of God. That you be led solely by the word of God. The unveiled, revealed word of God. Because the veil is only taken where? In Christ, who is the word made flesh. So when this word becomes flesh to you, when you have eaten read the Word, pondered the Word, eaten the Word, digested the Word, which I call the meditation of the Word of God, you are becoming one with the Word and the Word is taken, taking flesh in you. This is this metamorphosis. This is this transformation, this new creation reality. And how we become transformed into the same image, the image of the firstborn, the image of the very glory of God that He is. From glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. If we move over to the next chapter, chapter 4, verse 5, Paul writes, For we do not preach ourselves, But Christ Jesus the Lord, we don't lift up man. We don't lift up a ministry, but we lift up Jesus Christ that as we lift him up, as we demonstrate the glory of the Lord that is high and above all, God by his spirit is drawing all men to himself. And the very love of God is being demonstrated. To the world by us magnifying the Lord Jesus Christ, not the word of man, not the ministry of man, but the ministry of the Spirit. And yes, He does use earthen vessels. Yes, indeed, He has given us teachers and apostles and pastors and evangelists and prophets. He has blessed us to be placed in the body of Christ where the manifold wisdom of God is being revealed and unveiled to us all. But really, we are always and only to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ so that the love of God be demonstrated to another. So verse 6, Paul writes, For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, the God of impossibility that commands light to come out of darkness. What reality do we have before us? We have the reality of light. The darkness cannot extinguish. The darkness flees from. The light alone shuns away darkness. That is the very glory of God that is found, we'll see here, in the face of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the Word of God. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts through this new birth. The very love of God has been poured out in our hearts. To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. In Christ we are given the right to behold the endless glory of God. And the glory of God is truly the very love of God. The very goodness of God. It is the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. That's why in Ephesians, in chapter 1, verse 4, we have been chosen to be placed in Him, in His body, which is His glory. Just as He chose us in Him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, before Him, in love, to behold His glory, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory, to the praise of the glory of His grace, by which He made us accept it, in the beloved. We are now accepted in the beloved. Accepted in the very glory of God. Accepted in the very love of God. Accepted by our Heavenly Father to be one with Him so that we will behold His glory. What a marvelous salvation we have. Do not neglect your salvation today. Do not Neglect this open transformation that is before you. To be conformed to the image of the glory of the Son of God. To be just like Him to another. Because He now lives in you by the Spirit. And so I want to cheer you up and encourage you to keep abiding in the reality of the Word of God, to keep undergoing this transformation from glory to glory, even by the Spirit. As you renew your mind, as you make decisions, that you forsake the old reality of the fallen nature and be found in the press of this new creation life that we now have in Christ the very life of the glory of God. Thank you for joining me once again on this Dominion Talks with Desi Schneider. Be blessed today.